the future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It itches so bad. So I'm kind bad. of grossed out right now. Like, not yeah. from this, but from that picture that you showed me of what it looked like yesterday. Yeah. Oh, no. It was way more swollen and kind of a little bit bloody. Actually, it did. There was, it was kind of like an open sore. Oh, several my of them. Oh, God. Will yeah. You stop talking. It was like a combination of the mumps and then uh, chicken pops, but then like, Greg, they were oozing. stop it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty gross. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think that's past tense. That's what I have to live with. Yeah. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extill. And so um, I went camping over this weekend, as, as we talked about, went to Ricketts Fest. And um, lots to talk about with that. But as usual, that's par for the course for me. Anytime I go into nature, I um, instantly am reminded that insects hate me. Yes, they. I can tell from looking at you, they very much do. And um, the thing is, like most, most of the people that were up there didn't get bit either. I think uh, Josiah got a few bites. Maybe people had a couple. I started counting yesterday because I was just curious to see how many I actually had. Um, every every piece of skin that was exposed is bit, up, up and through my face even. Like there's one right by my eye. But uh, I started counting them, and I got up to 100, and that's when I just decided to stop counting. I was like, at that point, I just it's over 100. I don't even want to figure it out. Yeah, are those? It looks like your nose is bruised, and it looks, and you have scratches all over your. Arms. Oh yeah, the nose is from something else, and the scratches are from something else too. The bites, the bites were because, well, the first night I was there, I yeah, perhaps imbibed uh, a few beverages. No, there's no perhaps about it. I had a lot, and um, I forgot to put the deed on until obviously it was a little bit too late. Deed like the the bug stuff. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, because I have like the hundred percent stuff that's supposedly like horrible for you but it at least limits how many mosquito bites i'll get but um it, it never stops them all the way so that's how come i i think part of the reason i got so many the first night so you forgot to put it on the first night i forgot until it was too late until i'd already been bit some mm-hmm. but even then there's there's still lots more that showed up after that and uh yeah i just have to say it it itches really bad like, and it hurts right it now just making me itch yeah they're all uh. over the place all so all of your arms and face and neck and legs and my upper chest because I was wearing a wife beater for a while. Yeah, yep. Pretty much any place that was exposed has them, and then a couple that I don't even know how they got to where they got. I don't want to know. Yeah, and, but uh, no, the uh, well, the bruise on my face uh, is because Gavin punched me in the nose. What goes on at these things? <laughs> Why did he punch you in the nose? Uh, well, we, we were all joking around. I don't think he really meant to hit me that hard or anything like that. We were just joking. and um, But I turned at the right point where his fist was flying towards my face and then it uh, it hurt. And now there's a bruise on my nose. How was he joking trying to punch you in the face? Uh, let's just say there's, there's a lot of alcohol drank on these things. Um, shenanigans ensue and it's camping and I got punched in the face. You got punched in the face. So where did the yeah. scrapes come from? That was because I fell down the side of a hill. <laughs> so I was... Uh, God, could this, you sound this, more like a moron right now? <laughs> I don't know why he punched me in the face, and then I fell down a hill. Well, that was a different section. I didn't fall down because of the punch. Um, no, I was... Uh, the campsite we were at had, you know, the camping stuff where, where all our tents were, were, were up on a top part, and then there was kind of an embankment, uh, a pretty long one, about 100 foot... Um, embankment but it was gravel and dirt loose gravel and dirt you had to walk down to get down to the water and i decided to bring a bag down of about 30 beers only in my left hand i wasn't thinking about how that may my balance possibly was already impaired your balance is impaired in life greg i know well imagine 
quite a few drinks sitting out in the sun all day on top of that. And uh, bringing this down to the river, and that uh, kind of threw me off balance, and I fell down, and then the beer fell behind my head and exploded all over me. But it was awesome. I had so much fun. I, You know, every year I go to these things, I know I'm going to come back. Oh, yeah, and then I had a rock embedded in my hand, too, from that. What? Yeah, I had to dig that out yesterday. It was like jammed up in there, but I was out camping, so I it was already dirty. I didn't really want to dig it out, so I had to wait till I got home and then like pry out this rock, this piece of gravel that was embedded in my hand. I had a piece of gravel on my knee for like a few months. Yes, you got to get that out of there. I I remember it was when I was in fifth grade and I fell off of like a jungle gym or something, and it just went right in there. And so yeah, I had to like eventually cut it out. But Mm -hmm. it just it didn't even hurt. It just kind of fascinated me, like popping a rock out of your skin. Ew. See, what? that's gross to me, why you would be fascinated. I mean, I did it because I had under- to. I had to get it out of there. Yeah. I don't want that thing living under my skin. No, well, I didn't want it in there either, but I popped it out and it was pretty neat. It's like, oh, there's a rock no. where it's not supposed to be. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of gross. Um, oh, I'm sorry, says the guy covered in hundreds <laughs> of like weeping bug bites. See, the problem is, well, I got the bug bites and then I fell asleep that night and I uh, ended up scratching them in the middle of the night while I'm asleep. And hence now there's some of them that uh, bleed a little bit. God, I'm like. Last night I had. I to, am like actually like I can feel my throat kind of going. Well, I had to I had to like get out a bunch of like tube socks and turn them into like arm warmer things so I wouldn't scratch them in the middle of the night while I was sleeping. So I last night I went to bed with like my arms completely covered, just so I wouldn't scratch them. How did that work out for you? And, yeah, all right, not too bad. It kind of worked. So anyway, this is what uh, I'm going to look like for the next three or four days. Hopefully it goes away by the time we film on Thursday and Friday. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. All right, that's, that's what I think about with this. That, that part sucks. What and am I going to do? They do use high-definition cameras. Yes, It's going to look like do. your body is covered in sores. Yes, it will. <laughs> it sucks. But anyway, but camping was a blast. Um, it was really, you know, it's always awesome to see everybody because we do this thing once a year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Kenny B did fantastic. Kenny B Did was, he get through uh, the rigorous initiation process? He got well? through the rigorous initiation. I believe there was some um, – so, <laughs> all this is just going to sound so weird. But uh, somebody – Bacon was placed on his face when he uh, passed out in his tent. Let's just say someone came in and put a piece of raw bacon on his face and took pictures of it. Do you have these pictures? I don't actually. It's oh someone else. But God. I can get these pictures. Okay, good. These pictures can be – I've been going enough years that I know what's going to happen because if you – because on this thing, I mean, when you go to sleep, you don't tell anyone you're going to sleep. You just walk off. Oh, I, I got to like go Irish get Irish goodbye. Like, get oh, out yeah. There, yeah. Yep. And don't let them know and hope it takes everybody a while to figure it out. Uh, but uh, now I, when I go to sleep, I actually tie my zippers shut to the, to the tent door so that way nobody can get in. Or at least it's a challenge. Because I know what will So if will you happen. need to like, escape your tent, you're just basically screwed. Well, hopefully you've tied it in a way that you can get back out of it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yes, you're screwed. I'm telling you, it's fun. It's so it's it's a lot of fun. I'm just you know we hung out by the river all day, drank some beers, floated down the river. Some beers, like all right. So did you guys? So you just stay there for two days, not leaving? Yeah, and most people are there for two days. Uh, like Tristan came up for Friday night and then left Saturday. Mm-hmm. And Josiah came up Saturday. Did Kenny stay both nights? Kenny stayed both nights. Wow. Yeah, pretty much everybody was there. Do you feel for like both you nights. got to know Kenny a little bit better? Uh, I got to learn that Kenny can throw a rock pretty well and um, likes to. Uh, I mean, part of, part of Ricketts is, you know, you make fun of everyone else around you, and you make them do stupid things. Kenny, Kenny held his own. I have to say, Kenny, very impressed. Very impressed I'm for his first year up there. I'm not to understand this. Okay. Yeah. Well, that just sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you all had a nice time. Yes. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I had a fantastic time. Hmm. 
Um, and I'm sure I'll remember other things that occurred during this trip too. Yes. The way. So what did, what did you do this weekend? Well, well I, was, Re- I was just going to say Rick because I just was thinking about something he was talking about earlier. <laughs> Willie, I went and saw Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah, that's saw, right. I saw him at Edgefield on Friday. How was it? It was awesome. His yeah. voice sounded awesome. He looked amazing. He yeah. was like hilarious and personable. Everywhere you went, it smelled like pot. And every, <laughs> and every, it was pretty funny because um, whenever you go to use the restroom, I shit you not, every single porta potty smelled like weed. Like somebody was in there smoking it. And like you can basically, like when you're going to see a show at Edgefield, you can walk up to the front of the stage. So, I mean, we were just literally like, I don't know, about like five people back. Like you can stand wherever you want. Basically, everyone was so out of it because everyone's just, you know, fucking stoned. <laughs> and so people are sitting there, you're like braiding each other's hair and shit. And like, um, yeah, he played all these amazing songs. It was it was incredible just to be able to see him in person and see like and they were they did like um like between songs they do like jamming sessions and like there'd be you know different solos for like the you know the drummer and the pianist and like uh-huh. the, um and the harmonica guy and everything cool and he, yeah he was resplendent in his bandana he's really tiny he yeah a tiny I, I, guy I knew he was always yeah a pretty small little dude yeah pretty small guy and he had his bandana on and um yeah and had his you know braided pigtails and was just awesome and talking yeah. to the crowd and everyone was just there he had so many like younger groupie girls too yeah they're like saying they're like showing their boobs like they're you know, really like, there was boob showing at the willie nelson oh, yeah. concert no they're little hippie girls who just like think he's god and so Damn. they're up there like dancing around with joints in their hands and stuff and like flashing their boobs it was the weirdest thing wow good for willie nelson no seriously good for him i've always wanted to see him that's that's very cool it was incredible he played like every song that i yeah. would ever wanted here and um yeah it was it was just awesome it was a beautiful night it was you uh-huh. know, perfect outside Cool. Not too hot, not too cold. And um, yeah, so a bunch of people that I knew there, which was fun. And yeah, just kind of wandered around after that and like, you know, wandered around the golf courses. It was like, I've been to a few shows there, but this one was madness. Yeah. Like there were so many people there, so many people. And they were just, yeah, just all eclectic, like all different kinds. Uh-huh. It was really neat. So I uh, did that, then ended up uh, making it an early night and then woke up on Saturday morning to drive to my sister's um, bridal shower. At, no, I can say it, at Azteca. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom loves Azteca. So we were talking about how it was a chain restaurant. Yes, my mom threw my sister a bridal shower at Azteca. <laughs> it's like Apple. I mean, it is. It's, it's like an it's Applebee's. It's the Applebee's of the, of the Mexican food world. Yeah. And so basically, so I left at like 830 in the morning. I'm going, going to go to the IHOP. Yeah. So left, as soon as I got into Washington, they're having some thing in Washington State where they are cracking, like it's like some speed thing. Like there were signs along the thing that said that, you know, like there were like 10 times as many cops on patrol looking for speeders. Really? It was so nerve wracking. I saw on my drive from Portland to Bremerton, which is about two and a half hour drive. I saw seven people, not, not, this isn't even like mentioning the cars, like the police cars I saw on the side of the road. Right. Like, you know, with their radar guns out and everything. I saw seven people get pulled over and they were all driving right next to me or right in front of me. I have a blister on my hand from gripping my wheels so tight because I was just paranoid and you couldn't, you know, so it ended up taking about, about three hours to get there because, you know, you can't speed at all and, you know, heaven forbid I would never speed anyway. Right. But you can't, it was just terrifying. There were cops everywhere on unmarked cars they would just come out of nowhere they'd be like zooming up the sides i have never seen that many cops well the the problem with that kind of thing if they're doing this so it's on the weekend so probably most of those cops don't work on the weekend so they're already pissed off and it's a nice day a nice day pissed about it yeah pissed off they have to work like double time or double shifts for the weekend for the speed trap thing yeah you're getting a ticket there's no warnings no so i just thankfully that my car has cruise control so i just kept setting it i almost 
uh, yeah, somebody legally distinct from me uh, realized that she was going 80 and a 50 and then <laughs> slammed on her brakes and put the cruise control to 50 just as a cop five seconds later zoomed by Wow. Her. Yeah, and pulled over the person in front. Damn. Was, yeah, so finally made it to Bremerton. As you've told me before, weddings make people crazy. Yes. And the crazy person is my mother. And she is lovely and heartfelt and one of the most amazing women I've ever met. And she's also high strung. And this is her first, you know, her daughter. This is the first wedding, you know, that she's having for a child. Uh huh. So she wants everything to be perfect. So I get there and she's already spazzing out. And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, So she's freaking out. She, like, we're supposed to be that Azteca. Uh, we rented it at 2 o'clock. We're supposed to be there at one forty-five. By 12.45, she's already freaking out, and she, like, won't sit still. She's like, well, we need to we need to make sure that we can get down there. I'm like, okay, Mom, let's just go to Azteca. So we show up at Azteca at 1. <laughs> it's, it's Bremerton, and it's the Azteca. But like, you know what? It, okay. it, it was also – it was actually quite busy because it is Bremerton's whaling days. It was wait, this past Wait, weekend. what? You know how little towns all have the thing, you know, like, yeah. this is, it's the, you know, Ridgetown Pumpkin Festival. Or Pioneer Days or exactly. whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. Bremerton, it says, welcome to Bremerton, home of Whaling Days. What do they do on Whaling Days? It's just like a, a carnival with, you know, like, rides and a beer garden and, you know, some, like, shoddy rides and, you know, like, bands playing on a stage, which the band was really funny, I'll tell you that in a second. So okay. we went to, went to Azteca and downtown Silverdale. Show up there an hour early. Then my mom's all like frantic and like, you know, flustered that, you know, the room isn't ready yet. There's somebody, you know, there's still a party going on in the downstairs area. And I'm like, oh, mom. No. And it, it sucks because I have to be the calm one. You know, so I'm like, mom, it's one o'clock. We have the room reserved at two o'clock. You know, I understand it's just going to take a couple minutes to, you know, get everything set up. It'll be fine. So to sit in the Azteca lobby for 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> While people were walking by, and my mom like is asking every single person walking by, like, "Oh, is the is the?" And she speaks, you know, to Sp- in Spanish to them. She's like, "Oh, is the room ready yet?" And she's asking them all these questions and pestering these people. And it's totally busy because it's whaling day, so a lot of people are down downtown Silverdale. <laughs> whaling day. Oh. So even before, like, while we were sitting in in the waiting room, I already finished one margarita. By the time we were sitting there, my mom's like, "Do you want a margarita?" I'm like, "Wait, yes, I do." So drank a margarita <laughs> while we were waiting. Ended up getting it all like figured out. Then my grandma. Isn't a wheel like she needs a wheelchair to get around, uh-huh. and then and my mom had the wheelchair in the back of her van, and she every five minutes she's like, "Sarah, will you go get the wheelchair and bring it inside here, just so it's ready for grandma?" And I'm like, "Why don't you wait until grandma gets here, and then I'll go out to the car and get the wheelchair, since this is a very small waiting room, and we're already sitting here with a bunch of balloons and shit, <laughs> taking up room." I'm like, "I highly doubt they want to have an enormous wheelchair in here as well as we're sitting here <laughs> hoarding all of this stuff." And so then I'd calm her down for a few minutes, and then she'd be like, "Sarah, why don't you just go? Why don't you just go get the wheelchair? Just go, just go get the wheelchair. Just bring it in here, just just so you can have it." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So this was it, and she was yelling at us, checking people. We finally got in there at like 1:45, you know, as we as was what we were supposed to do, right? You know, set everything up. Then I had to, <laughs> yeah. Then finally, my grandma shows up, and she's kind of, you know, she's she's older, right? So she's like a little, you know, she has good days and bad days. She was a little off uh, on this day. So I have to go out, you know, bring the wheelchair out. And so we're basically like this freak show of a family. My mom's all like freaking out. You know, had these big like wedding bells and stuff that were setting up in this certain section in this, you know, the gift table and everything. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know, going to get the wheelchair and like my, my grandma's kind of cranky. And like we're pushing her through like this very narrow aisle going back to the back. And like she can't get down the stairs. So my sister and I are trying to figure out how to carry her down the stairs. It was just like a freak show. My family is a freak show. It is. And my mom also has a friend who has a uh, who has this like companion animal and i'm not exactly sure why but it's an enormous dog and this woman showed up with her dog and brings it into so she's the one who also drove my grandma to azteca so it's my grandma 
And I'm pushing her with the wheelchair and this woman with a dog, which animals are not allowed in restaurants. Yeah. And it's this huge, like, 80-pound dog. And is it, like, a, a, a special companion it's a animal? Special like, is companion. It I don't know. She has some Like, legal? Sort, I think it's legal. I don't know. It doesn't... I. She doesn't talk about it, so I don't know exactly what. Like, she's a very, very cool lady. Like, I, yeah. she's a nice lady, but, you know, she just doesn't talk about why she has the dog. So then, you know, like, there's a dog walking through, and then we're pushing the wheelchair, and my sister's, you know, has some of her, like, crazy friends in from Seattle, and we just look like a parade <laughs> of crazy people. And, oh, my gosh, and one of my mom's friends is such a snob. Really? She's Oh, and I've talked to my mom about this, too. I should, you know, she was just making these passive aggressive comments the entire time because my mom's just like, it was cool. Like, we got these big platters of food. It was actually a really good place to have a bridal party, like, after we got in. Right. Um, and we got, like, these big fiesta platter things that have, like, a little bit of everything on them. And it was delicious. And my mom, you know, was cover- she covered all the drinks. She's like, everyone get whatever drinks they want, however many they want. So we're having a grand old time drinking margaritas. And, um, and then my mom's friend at one point, you know, I was really like, after my sister and I, you know, took my grandma to the bathroom, you know, did all this nice stuff for her. And we were like helping her out, helped her to her car, you know, and sent her home. Thinking back and she's just, and then my sister and I like, whew, like sit down and have a drink of her margarita. She's like, do you guys ever wonder what your liver looks like? I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. And oh. I at, and I looked at her. I'm like, no, I don't. And I kind of looked and it was just so awkward. It's at it was, a bridal party i, I mean what a bridal shower she is so pretentious and she was like harassing my sister's friend like she has my sister has this beautiful um gay best friend named will he looks like a model he's just like this beautiful boy and like she kept nagging him like he set his phone on the table she's like uh don't forget your phone and he's like i'm not leaving she's like yeah well in case you do leave um your phone's right there so don't forget it and she was just being bizarre after she was harassing us about drinking at my sister's bachelor or you know like bridal party <laughs> i don't know it was just like a whole clusterfuck so anyway then my sister and i ended up uh, going down my mom dropped us off at whaling days and gave us some beer money because that's how <laughs> rad she is and um so we walked down to whaling days and so it's just you know a clusterfuck of you know drunk teenagers like yeah. i went to it when i was 16 that's the last time i went you know i rode the back of my friend's pickup truck and we're drinking beer you that know? sounds kind of like what the yeah. Polk county fair would be or something exactly. like from it's where just i grew up a yeah. big trashy fun fair yeah you know and this is the first time you know that i've ever been to it that we were able to go into the beer garden which was ooh, exciting but anyway, so we had heard that some band was playing, and we're like, I wonder who's playing, because it's a, a tiny little stage on the Silverdale waterfront. like and <laughs> Prime playing, location. Playing in front of, you know, like like moms, you know, holding their kids' hands and clapping along with them. You oh, know, yeah. Like people carrying, like, weird face paint and, you know, like, drunk grandpas and stuff. And it isn't, like, a really big crowd. So I hear this voice. I'm like, that sounds really familiar. Who is this? And, you know, like, there were only about, like, you know, 30 or 40 or so people scattered in front of the stage. And I shit you not... Mike Herrera, the lead singer of MXPX, is up there singing with some random band. It's like his new project. <laughs> Playing at the... At the, wow. at the... At Wailing Days in front of all Things these of, uh... kids and changing all of his songs about drinking to <laughs> drinking juice. Like He's like, hey, you kids, do you ever have those days where you drink too much juice? And then, like, you have problems walking. It was so oh, embarrassing. Oh, wow. And Heather and I are both just looking there like, oh, my God. Oh, I, I had no... Wow. No response. We just had to turn, and, and Mike kind of saw us because we know him. He kind of saw us and kind of like looks a little like off kilter, and then like we kind of looked at him like, I, don't, I feel weird standing here. Let's just go to the beer garden. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so Mike Carrera, in case, you know, like, because they do still have a huge fan base, MXPX. I'm like, hey, you know, you could have gone to Whaling Days and seen him for free. Sing about juice. <laughs> Sing about having too much juice to drink. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was just. That is. Uh... Yeah, it was a huge shit show, and then yeah, I ended up just uh, hanging out with my mom and my sister and my dad, and then uh, drove back yesterday, another long drive, lots of cops, uh, saw like a, this crazy rollover accident. Thankfully, well, not thankfully, I mean, it sucks for you know the 
person in the accident. But, you know, I was only about, like, you know, a mile behind it. But I think it backed up traffic forever. And I saw this car. It was, like, totally flipped over, like, on its top. And then I recalled that I had seen helicopters flying. You know, oh, that's and I'm not like, good. That's not good. Yeah, that's yeah. not. Uh, yeah. So then did that, and then yeah, I went to tropical summer yesterday. Hung out at the pool. Yeah. And um, yeah, now I'm here, sunburned, not covered in bug bites. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have any oozing sores on you. Oh God. <sighs> Phrase is just weeping so wounds. On that note, I think we should bring on our guest. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, do we have his mic over here? Oh, we sure do. Sorry to bring you on with the uh, speaking of weep, weeping wounds. Yeah, yeah, he likes <laughs> it. He's in postules. Oh. <laughs> I think that may be the worst one yet. <laughs> weeping sores was pretty bad. Yeah, weeping wounds, festering sores. Yeah, you hit the post. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> that did get no, work that's out. not good. Even <laughs> your sores can hit the post, Greg. Oh. That's how professional they are. We only ooze on cue. <laughs> uh, my oozing open sores. Uh, welcome oh. now to From Climate Radio, Aaron Duran. Hello, hello, sir. It's been hello. a couple weeks. It has been. I'm gonna have myself another beer. Yeah. Yes. Go for it. Sarah likes this. these. Are tasty. They are refreshing. They are quite yeah. refreshing. Blonde bombshell. Say. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And she has nice. quite the blonde bombshell on her. She head. is, man. She's got yeah. some nice boobs on her, Greg. Yeah. Oh, cartoon boobs. <laughs> that uh, sure does a lot for I me. know that's the thing that does it for right. you, all those anime boobs. Yeah. Woo! Don't look at the real stuff to show you some things drawn Ooh. by other people. Well, right. the animated ones can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> the breasts can't complain. Well, they never do. It's the things attached to him. You can't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you go on Greg's man trip too? No, <laughs> no. Uh, only white people were allowed on that trip. <laughs> no, I asked you when you were working. You didn't ask me. I did too ask you. You really didn't? No, I did uh, back when what? we did the show like three or four weeks you ago. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I probably couldn't. Yeah, because I invited you up I camping, was... and, but then you're like, no, I have to work on Fridays yeah, I and Saturdays. Yeah, I was working. Mm-hmm. No, I invited you. <laughs> I remember I was, him It is not. It is a not a... Uh, <laughs> it is oh. not a Caucasian-only event. <laughs> we well, welcome all. How many all. different ethnicities were there? No, Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> but that's mainly because Keelan won't I camp. I Keelan, uh, you know, the black man doesn't camp. Yeah, he he doesn't like camping. Yeah. He said maybe he would come up sometime. But uh, when I asked him originally, he's like, no, man, I don't like nature. <laughs> Keelan and I talked about it. We would like rent an RV and go next time with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're prepared to have that RV fucked with. <laughs> well, just lock the doors. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think that probably does better than your string on a zipper trick. <laughs> <laughs> just Work just fine for Actually, I'm going to like knock on fake particle, whatever this is. I don't get bit very much by bugs. Really? I'm very lucky with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everybody else up there, I think, like I said, Josiah had some. People had like a couple, but uh, nothing, yeah. nothing. Nothing compared. compared to that. No. No. Yeah, that's pretty bad, man. Yeah, it is. It is pretty bad. That's really all there is to say about <laughs> Did it. Did you see the picture that he was showing from yesterday? Yeah, this is this is a lot better today. Oh, I don't. Do I want to see? No, but you have to because I had to see. <laughs> no, because it uh, the swelling has gone down some, and some of there the was redness. Swelling? Oh yeah, way more swelling than this. Oh, uh, don't was, put it on me, girl. It was more like that. Oh my god! Yeah, that's my arm. Those aren't those aren't bites. They're just little egg sacs that were embedded <laughs> under your skin. Oh my god! god better not be egg sacs. You know, I met a girl at a pool oh. at the pool yesterday named Amanda who was talking about um, how she had this bump on her neck, 
and she didn't know where it came from. And so, like, she kept, like, scratching and scratching. And one time she just touched it, and it disintegrated, and she pulled it out, and there was, like, a, a spider corpse inside of her neck. Oh, fuck that. That's not true. I don't it think is that's, true. That is not true. Mm. The problem is there are so fucking many of these things. I don't know if they're all mosquitoes. You know, exactly. They're competing for dominance of your been body. Flies could have been. Right now, they're they're having a fight inside your arm. At the at like at the cellular level, they're competing for dominance, and eventually, one's going to rule. Problem is, I keep finding new ones too. Well, like a new spot in my body, I'll start itching, and I'll be like, "Oh, well, there's one there, mm-hmm. like behind my ear." Here's hoping they don't. <gasps> That's make where it. her spider was. Yeah. Because that's probably when your head is laying on the pillow and like it would just like just gently nestle into there. We know they're going to make a way for the brain because there's no defenses there. Yeah. It's soft and supple. Pretty roomy. You don't have to chew on it much because, you know, it's a brain. It's all gooey. The heart's all muscle. People always think bugs go for the heart. They go for the brain. You do say you fall down a lot. I bet you they've already gotten like your... I did fall down a lot. Yeah. What's that thing called? Well, probably he's been scratching them also with dirty nails, which can Mm -hmm. lead to infection. Yeah. Who knows what else, you know, like what parasites were from his fingernails, for, like under his fingernails from the water and the dirt and everything he was picking mm-hmm. up. Oh, uh, where were you Just camping you at? you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Where were you camping? Where was Rick's? <laughs> it's uh, in the Cascades. By Mount St. Helens? Uh, by Mount Hood. Mm. Why? It, well, because... <laughs> well, because... <laughs> What's well, a picture of Greg's face right now? <laughs> well, because like, it, happened, it happened at Mount St. Helens. Um, what was that, what's that big lake at Mount St. Helens? Yale Lake? Something like Anyway... After the eruption, the you know the heat and all the you know the, you know the new minerals and stuff actually altered certain kinds of amoebas that you can't Ooh. go swimming in certain lakes because they crawl under your ears and they start eating your. Do brain they burrow a little bit? They do. Yeah. Well, luckily, just I was like not that, by Mount Saint Helens. Just like that X Files episode where they all go up to like oh when, yeah, and and remember it's the logging company and they and those little green bugs get into them. Mm hmm. Sometimes the things that are the scariest threat are the things that you can't see. Yeah. We should look at Greg under a black light and see what the real story is in there. Oh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of weird bug up there I'd never seen before. It was green with orange eyes. That's that X-Files episode. That's mm-hmm. actually what they that look like. That is exactly really? what they look like. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were green with little orange eyes. Yeah, you that's what these were. You can see them under certain lights. No, you can see these in the daylight, though. Yeah. It was a scout. Uh, that's uh. true, because bees do have scouts as well. Yeah. Now you're making me want to put my Neosporin on these things. Give yourself another spray. Yep. There is a bug flying around in here. Are they just like flying out of your arms? We've never had a bug in here. Yeah. And now I'm itchy. I'm itchy I guarantee too. you, though, I am, everywhere. God. I am the best person to go camping with if you are ever worried about bugs. Because, seriously, they will you're, come to me. You're like that glue strip hanging in someone's garage. Yeah. I am the best <laughs> a lot bug of bugs re- here. Bring a nibbler. I'm the best bug <laughs> repellent ever for anyone else. Well, not so much repellent. Well, for them. Yeah. Yeah, for for someone else, throw me out there and I will keep the bugs away. Anybody else get bit a lot? Or uh, no? I, I think, imagine like Tuggy actually, if they bite him, they'll just kill him. Well, he didn't make it up. He did. Yeah, he wasn't able to make it up. He couldn't get off work. But uh, yeah, think some other people had a few bites, but not not to this not to this magnitude. That's probably why they tried to get. You I so couldn't drunk. be by everyone all the time. <laughs> I bet everyone's feeding you whiskey and things to try and get you slightly immobile, so that way they, <laughs> they would just do, and just sit you in a place next to the fire, so that way they could all gather around mm-hmm. you. I think everyone was doing a pretty good job of immobilizing themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so how much? Be- I was curious about this. So you said there were like nine of you. How many? Yeah, ish. nine. I didn't, I didn't add it all up, but yeah, yeah, like nine. Did you all have separate eight, tents, nine, or did any of you kind of like sleep out? Although judging from what I've heard, sleeping out in the open air is dangerous, mm-hmm. not because of wildlife, but. 
Bugs. Because you're drunken bastard. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Bacon on the face. That'll that'll happen. Um, uh, no, I think I think Nate slept outside, but he waited until everybody and he he knows what he's doing. So he put his tent or his uh, big open air thing way out away from anyone. So it's really a bitch to get to mm-hmm. if you wanted to fuck with him. Yeah, but. Uh, how much do we drink? Yeah, I mean, like, how many cases? Like, for example, let me just ask, how much beer and or liquor did you purchase for these two days? Between Gavin and I, we purchased three cases of beer. At 16 or 12? Cases? No, 24. 24, okay, case, 24. Yeah. And then I purchased two-fifths. Gavin purchased, I don't know. He, he had more than that. Like would you say that was the something. average of what people purchased each, or roughly? I mean, there were some other. There's some other. Well, because because I mean, the the whole thing with Ricketts is you have to take cowboy spritzers, so you need lots of uh, lots of alcohol for this. I've done cowboy spritzers. How much alcohol does it take? A lot. <laughs> you figured we're there for two straight days. Sure, you, got you know, we're the, out in the woods. You sure you got it on the spritzer setting or just the stream setting? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little both. Um, no, there's there was quite a bit, but the thing is, it's. Uh, you know, it, it all works out in the end. It's over a long period of time, and we're all safe. And plus, I do have to say this for anybody who's going to give me shit. We did have a legitimate medic with us. That Who was drunk? Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> He's been to war zones, though, multiple war zones. I think even drunk he could handle it. Did he bring saline drips? He did. Did you guys <laughs> do not, it? I, yeah, he actually did, did you, have some of that. You? No, no, oh. but he had some. I mean, some, not that I've ever done that before. He had some for an emergency, I think. What's he had, a saline he actually had drips. Drip? You know, like the actual drips. Yeah, the, like, the main reason why you wake up with really bad hangovers is because your body is completely dehydrated. No, we and weren't. I'll, yeah, we weren't using them just for that. Like, yeah, never do that. that. Not for sport. That's yeah. dumb. No, he's just, he's a medic, so he has all that shit with him, so. I'm not saying you could. Greg looks, has like this manic look in his eyes ever since we were talking about the bugs. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to find my Neosporin now because now you have me worried. It's right in front of you. It's the, no, that's my Benadryl. Oh. That's to keep the itching from happening. Look, the Neosporin is not going to stop the, the eggs from spreading up your veins. Mm, it's true. Your body made just like natural cor- uh, like canals for them. Yep, you're the perfect temperature too. And you really are nothing but still water. And you know. Ding-a-ding. Yep, you're doomed. Greg, where's your Neosporin? I don't, like this. I don't have it with me. <laughs> oh. You can just feel your, your skin. Start. I think I left it. You can feel somewhere. your skin start to tingle all over. All the little, all little arm hairs rubbing up. and All know. them arm hairs be rubbing up. Well, if that's the case, it's going to be spread to you guys, too. So, Well, no, right now it's in your body. Yeah, we're fine. And, we'll, and, and really, if they come out, we'll just purge you with fire. <laughs> <laughs> just like an alien's. <laughs> with like a blowtorch? Yeah. Well, sorry, Greg. That's going to happen like in a week. You're going to go over to wonder like, oh, Greg's not in the show. What's going on? Where is he? You're going to catch him like in this this gelatinous cocoon. Sorry, that's mine. It's, oh, my phone okay. I thought this was dead. me. No, I know. you like, It's making noises now. I'm like, my phone is on vibrate. Why does it keep... You're going to be noises? in some slimy canoe in your in your bedroom. Sarah's going to come over looking for you. You're like, kill me. <laughs> Dude, did you say a slimy canoe? No, yeah. cocoon. Oh. I thought you said canoe, too. I'm like, either way, I don't want to be in something slimy. Yeah. Oh, cocoon, canoe, they kind of look similar. Yeah. yeah. A canoe is just an unfinished cocoon. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That you can hunt from. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. What's annoying? Thinking Us? about thinking oh. about being in a slimy canoe. Now that's <laughs> planted in my head. <laughs> just like the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, what did you do this weekend, Aaron? Anything exciting? Uh, well, I'm still in my weekend right now. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So I didn't do much this weekend, but last weekend, ah, it was so much fun. 
Uh, last weekend was a very packed going to see live shows weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, Sunday evening, Jen and I went and saw um, uh, we saw, saw uh, Storm play down in uh, Selwood. Awesome! It's that old. I forgot what the place is called, but it's an old funeral home. Oh, um, uh, that's uh, where uh, the woods, where the woods, Neil yeah. Brennan yeah. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we saw Storm perform there, and she was so tired and loopy. She was telling all these horrible stories about being on stage where grandmothers are probably dead. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so amazing. she was one, yeah, which means she was wonderful and great. In oh every yeah, way. and uh, so that was a lot of fun. That was Sunday, but Saturday, the day before, um, uh, uh, Jen got us uh, tickets to Evil Dead the musical. Nice, and it was so cool. And we sat in the splatter zone, so it was at the uh, the Wonder Ballroom. <laughs> uh huh. And um, when we th- so. You guys have both been to Wonder Ballroom, so you yes. know how much you can sit and stuff. So imagine where the stage area is, and you go back probably at least 30 feet. They had plastered the floor and the walls with plastic, with like with black plastic bags. Mm-hmm. And we got there, and we thought, oh, you know, it's kind of protected. It's not going to be that bad. And then I went there with uh, – we ended up meeting up with a cable Hashitani and a couple of other you know local like comic book folks. And we're, we're kind of looking around, and it's all black. And, but the stage first looked awesome. The stage setting looked fucking amazing, and they did such a did good job. Did it have, job. like, a cabin set up and everything? They did. They had a cabin, and they had, and like, mobile have, trees. Did they have the swingy chair on the, the front? swingy chair? Like, the creepy chair? No, because the way it is, it's like a... They ha- they basically had to kind of fake the cabin, so it was half open. So you don't mm. really, they don't really show the front of the cabin. Got it. They kind of, like, they took the cabin and then split it in half and broke it open, like a, almost like a wing kind of thing. Okay. Um... But like the way they would do the driving scenes when they drive up to the cabin as each actor just held a piece of the car. And, you know, and then they sang the songs, you know, cabin in the woods, yeah. And they're all looking out the window and stuff. And <laughs> people would dress as trees. Some of the trees were rapey, which is what happens in the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> they had the rapey tree now. They do all three movies in one. They turn all of them into one show. So Evil Dead the Musical is Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then parts of Army of Darkness. Wow. All in one giant, like, two-hour play. Mm-hmm. So when we get there and we're looking at all the plastic bag, all the plastic on the walls and the floor and everything, and you're actually encouraged to dress in light-colored clothes <laughs> if you're sitting in the splatter zone. And you're also told, don't wear ponchos. Just don't. If you bought tickets in the platter zone, splatter zone, don't. It's not Gallagher. Don't come with plastic bags. Mm-hmm. We found out later why you don't come with fucking ponchos or plastic bags. But we're in there feeling the, you know, checking the place out, and I touched the wall, and my hand stuck to the wall because we were the last show of the night. Yeah. And it went... Oh, oh they pulled God. it off the wall. I'm like, and I looked at Cable and I said, "We're in for a really fun night." <laughs> and then I realized that our feet are sticking to the plastic. So the show starts, and it goes for a lot, you know, like 20 minutes because just like in Evil Dead, there's no killing for like the first third of the whole movie, mm-hmm. and then all hell breaks loose. And um, the first quote gore and murder scene is the infamous tree rape scene. Oy. But they make it kind of comical. As comic, it could be hilarious. <laughs> well, well, because the because this one is more in the vein of Evil Dead Two, so it's more of the slapstick comedy, the whole play. And um, when the tree finally does its thing, all of a sudden you just hear the crowd in the splatter zone begin to scream because we have all been blasted with something wet, just just hit completely. What we find out, and what you find out, and then once like any time a wound happens, there's any kind of fight or a kill. You just get fucking covered in this gelatinous red fake blood stuff because the actors are all carrying things that they can fling out as they're being dismembered. And then hiding in the wings of the audience era are these uh, these women in Evil Dead, you know, the musical shirts with massive super soakers and buckets of blood. And they're blasting the audience during kill scenes. 
and it was so great and magical. And were you just covered with shit oh, at the end of it? I, yes. And I actually took my shirt home and threw it in the dryer so the stains would lock in because it was water-based. You could actually wash it. I was like, no, I want the blood stains. So I kept that. And there was one part I am laughing so hard at the scene. And I should have thought about it. But I was laughing so hard, I, I probably took like a full-on like pint of fake blood in my mouth. I'm laughing and pull I'm like, oh, and then you know, and then once they saw me react, they hit me some more. <laughs> but the people next to us, this little family, had had come to see the show and they were wearing these, you know, like the rain ponchos to the show, and the, the women the super soakers just fucking came after them. Like one of them mm-hmm. pumped it up as hard as she could, a super soaker, and right as and we're all watching, and she looks at us like, Don't you say a fucking thing, man. <laughs> she looked at us like, You keep your mouth shut. So right as the kill happens, she runs up to this little old, not little old woman, probably in her 50s, like the mom, who's in this poncho, runs up to her and shoves the super soaker down her shirt through the poncho. Oh. And just fucking unloads. And you see the poncho go, blood was flying everywhere. <laughs> they actually ripped it off her and they threw buckets of blood on him. And at the intermission, they put fresh ponchos on and were like, just give it up. You're already covered You're, at that point. You paid oh extra. God. And here's the thing. You paid extra money to sit in the splatter zone. Those were $30 tickets to sit in a place where you wanted to get nasty. Mm-hmm. They weren't even necessarily the best seats in the house, but they were, it was the splatter zone. If I was going to do it, just I would have to Just fucking do it. Zone. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, we came out just drenched. My hair, how we had to look, had to just, well, I got pictures of it somewhere, too. Like, just fake blood just dripping down all our faces. Jen's hair is all caked because they used, like, this gelatinous, like, gelatin mm. spread, so it wasn't just liquid. It was so much fun. That sounds awesome. It was so, so great. Yeah, like the actors would have little like blood bladders or, you know, condoms that when like a hand got cut off, they'd fling it in the crowd. Blood would hit people oh, in the face. Cool. Oh, it was so I really hope someone another theater troupe in town does it again. Yeah. Cause I, I would go see it. I was running into people it only played for like two weekends. And I was running into people that in the Portland showing it was only like their fifth time. Because they showed it, I think they did it like three times every day for two weekends. Okay, because I remember people yeah, writing to me and then on Facebook, like, people did the musical, oh my god, boom, boom, Yeah, oh, oh god, it was so much fun. So did they, did they cover like some of the lines from the movies, like the boomstick and everything? Yeah, they work all of that into it. Cool. Yeah, they work all of the real famous lines into Evil Dead the musical. That's um, awesome. No itching, Greg. You're scratching. Mm. Yes, I did just itch. I'm just doing this to help. No, you. I know, I know. No, I do it. And they had, yeah, and they, oh, they had all kinds of bizarre other like movie references. Uh, the band that played the music was dressed as Kiss, <laughs> so they had a Kiss cover band doing the music for Equal to the Musical. It was just the most glorious nerdy time I've had. In, That's cool. In years, it was so much fun. Oh, so very cool. cool. Yeah, did you so get was, your ring touched up? I did. That's the other thing I did last weekend. So, so it's, got- it's healing again. So my Green Lantern tattoo got touched up. Nice. By, uh, by by Aaron at New Rose Tattoo, which is actually on Division. Okay, I've, by I've actually driven by there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool, cool shop. Cool, cool. Got people there. Cool. So that was last weekend. This weekend was a more chill weekend. Yeah. yeah. I know, whereas, yeah, we had crazy weekends. Yes. My Bremerson crazy weekend. Woo! <laughs> Whalen days. Whalen days. Wow. We've got the Lassen County Fair, which is probably a lot like Whalen days. Oh, yeah. But we also have the Basque Festival. What's the Just Basque festival? Like Basque, like Spain Basque? Yeah, as yeah. in like the Basque, you mm-hmm. know, people. Yeah, there's a, strangely, there's a lot of Basque people in and near Susanville. Like a huge Basque population. That's weird. Yeah, I have no idea why. Huh. There's also a lot, well, there's a lot of sheep ranchers too, which would explain oh, okay. the Basque also. But All right. I don't know like what came first. 
like the Basque or the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> One of life's great mysteries. But it, it's it's nicknamed the Basco fiasco, and there's been a couple years where the police have said you cannot do it this year because people get so drunk <laughs> that it turns into the old west, like open fights break open fights break out in Main Street. And Susanville has like a classic old town, like mm. an old west type look to it up in the That's one what area. our that's where um Whaling Days is yeah. old town silver Yeah, like most Susanville just sucks balls, but there's a tiny like two block section that looks like you're walking into like an old world you know, like an old West movie set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like every year like fights would break out. You'd hear guns just being fired. Yeah! Guns fired in the air. Horses like running wild down Main Street while people are like eating Basque sausages and drinking huge amounts of beer and lots of like wineskins come out because the Basque always have that like that traditional kind of wineskin so you'll just see people just wandering around town like a six gun on their hips and they're eating these Basque sausages which are so fucking good these Basque chorizos and just chugging from wineskins and you're like it's Basque festival woo but sometimes they've had to cancel it because the police are like look we don't have we can't afford the overtime this year and we know you guys aren't going to behave. Mm-hmm. So you can't have it this year. See, I don't even know. I think it gets a little out of control at Whaling Days at night. But since, oh, I've yeah. never, since I've never been there, like I was actually getting text messages from my friends. And by then I was just so exhausted. I did not want to re-go back out after we had already you know, been there earlier. And they're like, come to Whaling Days. It was like 1130 midnight. Yeah. I, I bet it just <laughs> turns into days. a total shit show. Oh, it's got it. And there's a part of me actually that wants to find, because I'm still in contact with a lot of my really good friends in high school. You know, basically like my, my nerdy gamer group. I'm in contact like, with my one friend from high school. That's good. Mm-hmm. But you you moved around, though, because you were a military kid, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of hard but to But actually, maintain. that was Tanea, my friend Tanea, who lives in Bremerton, yeah. who was at Whaling Days, and I just couldn't do it. I was just so tired. But, I yeah, I, I still stay in contact with about five people from high school. Like I said, they're they're all my nerdy gamer people. Yeah. You know, my old, you know, my old D&D group. We still talk and hang out once in a while and stuff like that. Like Ryan, he was at my wedding. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that had to get pulled off stage because he was talking so much. Oh, I remember that guy. <laughs> yeah. But we've talked about like now that we're all adults. Because when you're a kid, you fucking hate these things. The fair, that's lame. Mm-hmm. All you just, you can't stand it when you're growing up. But now that we're like in our 30s, we all kind of want to go back. Well, I kind of like And just have, like, the whole shit show. Just that, you just, you know, fuck it. If we get arrested, we still know the cops. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? I saw so many, like, people that I vaguely recognized from high school, and they would kind of recognize me, too, but we didn't know each other enough. And, like, plus, I didn't want to have a conversation with a random person. Like, it's not, like, people I was friends with. It was the people that we kind of recognized each other. And Bremerton is the haven of some of the worst fucking tattoos I have ever seen in my (laughs) entire life. My favorite one was a tribal band around this guy's arm with this flaming sun that came into swirls. With a basketball in the middle of it. And it was just this creepy white toothless dude. No, it wasn't even the heat. It was like this really shitty basketball. Oh, my God. And there was also this guy (laughs) there whose head was completely covered in tattoos. He had a tattoo. He had no hair whatsoever. Remerton's pretty edgy. He had... He was covered in tattoos all the way down to his fingertips, all in his arms. He was this big white guy wearing like a jersey, neck covered... Face was covered with everything. For his eyebrows, he had Roman numerals. Wow. He had 20, Damn. like, XX11, XX11 for, like, Roman yeah. numeral eyebrows. And then had a picture of Jesus on the side of his head wearing, like, a bandana. <laughs> what? Seriously? He had a Jesus wait, wait. tattoo? He had a bandana or was the tattoo of the Jesus Je- wearing a bandana? Jesus, uh, Jesus was wearing a bandana awesome. on the side of his head. <sighs> Did That's you get a picture awesome. of this? No. He was scary. Yeah. Like, okay. they're the kind of people, like, he seriously looked wait a like. Because there are some, like, little, they're. There are, like, some, uh, some pretty big, like, drug cartel people in Bremerton. I mean, being, like, a Navy city and, you know, kind of, like, a, like very yeah, transient in nature think, a lot. Yeah, being a port. Do you think his eyebrow tattoos, because the way you described it, it was, like, XX, uh, 
Do you think he got nine uh, eleven in num- Roman numerals? If he was like super religious and I don't know, he was like I've, I've seen people that have done like weird like this is my tribute that when I look in the mirror I never forget. Well, you guys, thing. can you picture like that kind of like not fat but kind of squat like middle height white guy, white kind of stocky guy with a shaved head and wearing like a big white jersey, you know mm-hmm. the type in like big shorts and like yeah, white just, shoes, just shaved yeah. big Jim Willard. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kidding. no, but this guy was like sh- <laughs> no, because Jim it's like a lovable character. This yeah, guy no, was I like just, it, yeah. just angry and almost rubbery looking. Like he was <laughs> like a big bald rubbery, like guy. a failed pro wrestler. Oh, he was scary. Like Heather and I were talking about it, and we were like looking at him without our sunglasses on, and then he would kind of like do like the look around, and we would both put our hands oh. down, looking for easy pickings. Oh no, he was, and he had like all of these dudes with him too, like like all these like equally not equally as scary, but pretty scary looking. You think he was like a meth boss? He looking, was a boss looking of for something. buyers. He, then he also had a bunch of like these girls kept flocking over to him, like and these really cute girls, in, like really short skirts, and they'd like go and like you know kiss him on the cheek and like do everything, and then they'd like, yeah. run away. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. He's got oh, something. He's going the on connection there. in town. Yeah. Ugh. No, stayed far away. Man. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with that. Bremerton. Bremerton. Well, do you want to talk balls? Great. Do you want me to talk some crazy? What do you want to do? Um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's talk about some. Let's do some ball talk. Well, we already did talk about Ricketts <laughs> Fest. Oh. Yeah, let's do it. Mm. I know, I'm itchy too. Okay, uh, before we do that, we should remind people to, you guys are all itchy, is that what you just said? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least, well. well if our, we scratch our, our arms, nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ours goes away. Yours oh, lingers. Man, it's so bad. Ours don't become enormous welts. I'm kind of nervous about being out in public with these two. I would be. Don't show yeah. them to the sun. That just powers them up. I no, it, I thought it dry them out. Dry them out. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's how they get their power. <laughs> my right. blood in the sun. Yeah, they're like Kryptonians that way. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what I was going to say was before we do ball talk, <laughs> we should remind everyone that Fun Employment Radio has some amazing sponsors, including Petco. Mm-hmm. Which, if you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Petco link, you can actually um, get five dollars off right now on your order, which is really cool. And Butters came with you this weekend, right? She did. Yeah, she did pretty good. Did a good job? Did, did she steal did, anybody's food? Uh, not too much because thankfully on this kind of thing, she gets so excited that she runs around like crazy for about an hour and then is just exhausted yeah. <laughs> and goes and finds like a log to land her and just lays there. I had to check on her to make – like she's so tired and exhausted. I would occasionally check and just like poke, poke her. her. <laughs> yeah, and be like, you still alive? <laughs> and she'd look up and then go back to sleep. Like, Maybe right. you could have borrowed her flea, her, uh, flea collar. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can buy those at Petco. You probably can. You could. Just go to Fun Employment Radio and <clears throat> click on the Petco. Link. I'm so itchy. <laughs> you have no idea what itchy is. I hope you're not itchy everywhere. This is ball talk. He said that he was itchy some places that he didn't know how they got there. It's true. <laughs> I don't know how they got that far up there. Oh, I think we all know how they got there. It's not that kind of a party. It's not that kind of party. That's true. You shouldn't be talking about secret bug bites. Yeah. I thought that was the rule of Ricketts Fest. <laughs> That's right. Don't talk about my secrets at Ricketts. <laughs> only the parts of my. Don't you remember him saying only the parts of my body that were exposed? Yeah, and then he said, "But there's parts you can't see." Well, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, Sarah, a man has to go to the bathroom, so he's not suggesting that anything else happened. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Itchy balls. <laughs> itchy bug bitten balls. Damn it! You now you're making me itch. I need to spray some more Festering stuff on myself. Balls. 
So anyway, uh, it's been a few days since we've done ball talk, and uh, the NFL is gearing up for their season, and which means there are tons of trades and things happening right now. Some big players have changed teams. Reggie Bush is now playing for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, dude, that guy that, that he peed on her, right? He peed on Kim Kardashian? No, he's no, he dated Kim Kardashian. Oh. Yeah, he used to date her, but uh, the one that the pee video that you're talking about was Ray J, Ray J. who is Brandy's brother. Okay. Yeah, he's a singer. I yeah, he peed on. Nobody movies. knows for sure if Reggie Bush peed on her or not. At least there was. There's no video evidence. You're confusing your urinator, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't know if Reggie Bush peed on anyone. I wonder if there's a porn called Urinator Two. There's God. I be. bet there is. Yeah. Rule thirty-seven. If you can think of it, there's porn of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, I am actually, the urinator. <laughs> I have a porn story coming up in just a second. Um, but other big uh, moves: Donovan McNabb to the Minnesota Vikings, and Chad Ochocinco. Is no longer a Cincinnati Bengal. He is now with the New England Patriots. And uh, I guess Cincinnati fans, the thing is he was traded to them, but Cincinnati fans are still pissed off at him for some reason. And they're now burning his jerseys. They're burning Ocho Cinco jerseys. People are smart. Didn't he get like Bengals tattoos though? Didn't he get a tattoo about being on Cincinnati? Uh, not that I know. I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but I, I don't know that for sure. There was the guy on the Green Bay Packers that got a giant Packers logo on his neck. Maybe um, that's what I'm thinking of. That, yeah. said, that said world champions. And his contract's only good through next year. <laughs> so it's like, get yeah. on that. Yeah, I better hope they uh, resign you. But uh, yes, Chad Ochocinco now at the New England Patriots. That's just like any kind of relationship. Don't get it tattooed on you if you want it to last. Yeah. Nope, yep, that's what's happening. Well, Cincinnati Bengals fans also have another reason to be upset, and that has to do with Carson Palmer, their quarterback, who has said he will not play for them next year. He's still under contract for, I think, another at least one more year. Um, I think it is one more year, but he said he does not want to play on the team and he'll retire unless they trade him. And the owner said, okay, well, he's going to retire then because I'm not trading him. Says it, the owner said, uh, you know, basically that he's, you know, this was the contract. And if Carson Palmer doesn't want to play, then, uh, then he's just not, he's not going to trade him. He'll have hmm. to retire and then re- be reinstated in the NFL after his contract's over. So, uh, which means he won't get paid either or not, not the full amount. But anyway, that's going on with Carson Palmer. Um, so, former NFL quarterback Bernie Kosar. He, uh, he, he was a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, I think Miami for a while, a couple other teams, Tampa Bay. But uh, his daughter is in the news right now, Sarah Kosar, who goes by the name Lexi Silver with two X's. Yeah. And uh, she is apparently a porn star slash yoga instructor. And so she is... Uh, she's going to be... Getting into her, her new movie is going to be a porn with a yoga theme. And it is going to be coming out. Yes. A yoga porn? Yoga porn. Lexi please, Silver. Please tell me it's going to be called Doing Da Halson. <laughs> <laughs> Downward facing doggy style. Oh, ah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Sarah Kosar. <laughs> I'm, I'm, proud gonna, of that I'm just going to pretend that didn't Yeah, know. that's a uh, good one. Sarah Kosar, a.k.a. Lexi Silver. Will be in a uh, in, in a uh, porn soon. There's a uh, coverage of it, and they talk about it in um, some magazine. Busted coverage. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure what busted coverage is, but anyway, that's where you can find out more information. Uh, moving on in ball talk. Um, news from uh, one of Portland's own Joey Harrington. So Joey Harrington, he's from Portland. He was quarterback at University of Oregon, and then played in the NFL for the Detroit Lions and. Uh, Miami, Atlanta, New Orleans, kind of bounced around. Never really got a good foothold in the NFL, so he is retired now. But he was riding his bike on Southeast Foster in Portland 
about uh, 9 o'clock last night and was hit by a Toyota RAV4. Oh, shit. Yeah, so somebody, uh, the driver, I guess, hit the back wheel of his bike, causing him to crash on the side of the road. He's not seriously injured, but... Um, did they stop? They did stop, and the driver was sighted. So the guy did the right thing and stopped. Okay. And uh, you know, he was cited for following too close to a bicycle, whatever that ticket is. But uh, yes, Joey Harrington hit by hit by a car driving his bike, riding his bike around. I wouldn't think Joey Harrington would be riding his bike around. It's just kind of odd. Maybe he's doing for exercise. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm, I mean, it's just. But it is kind of weird. No, yeah. it makes sense. But it's just the idea of Joey Harrington riding his bike down Foster. Mm-hmm. It's like you were like the number three NFL draft pick. <laughs> what are you doing riding your bike down Foster? <laughs> Anyway. What were the cross streets? Foster and what did it say? It doesn't say. It doesn't say what it was. So I, I don't know. Foster is like kind of fast. I would never ride on Foster. No. no huh? No. no. And at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm just going to skip to this story. This one right here. Finally in Baltox. So this has to do with Hulk Hogan and a new venture that he is uh, lending his expertise Ooh. to. So it does involve wrestling. Uh, but it's a very special kind of wrestling, and I think there's a, there's about a minute promo video that Hulk Hogan has put out, and I think we should just listen to him explain it himself. Okay, a promo video with Hulk Hogan. Yes, talking. Hey, about- yo, maniacs! Hulk Hogan here, the greatest of all time. But if you're looking for the greatest in midget wrestling, look no further. Micro Championship Wrestling is the greatest midget wrestling company in the world today. We've got Meatball, the biggest and the baddest of them all. We've got Demo, who I call Demomania. We've got Justice, who's one of the main men on the tour. We've got Blitz. We've got Huggy Cub, who's the biggest pimp in the game. And without a doubt, last but not least, we've got Enigma. So look no farther. Micro Championship Wrestling, the greatest midget wrestling in the wrestling world today. So what you gonna do? No, wait a minute. Check this out first, brother. Mm. Now, what you gonna do when Micro Championship Midget Wrestling runs wild on you? Check this out, brothers. And they're flexing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hulk Hogan. <clears throat> involved in Micro I Championship Wrestling. Midget was a bad word. I thought so too. This I think if they weird. use it themselves, it's okay. Yeah, I don't really know. But they called it Micro Championship. Micro Championship Wrestling. So it's going to be uh, just like a show. Machines. I feel bad for the one midget that, or little, whatever. Little person. There, he gives ex- like explanations for each of them except for that one time. He's like, and quiz. And then he doesn't say anything about him. And everybody else says some like descriptor thing that Hulk Hogan says. And this one guy is just like, and you're worthless. I like the fact that the one guy's name is Meatball. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm already a fan of Meatball. I think that's my number one favorite. You want Meatball to go all the way? I want Meatball to win. Uh, so it's it's going to be on a show, actually. It's going to be on True TV starting September 14th. It's going to be a series. They call themselves midget superstars. All right. Well, that's, right. Hey, that's their word. Okay. Uh, micro Championship Wrestling. I bet you this is owned by Vince McMahon still. I don't know. I think him and Hulk Hogan are on the outs. But I don't think he's allowed to call himself Hulk Hogan outside of anything run by WWE. Because remember when he went to WCW, he had to call himself Hollywood Hogan? But that's just if he's wrestling, right? I don't know. That's why I'm wondering. Oh, that might if this be it. Like yeah, because they have those weird clauses. You can't like, wrestle under yeah. the name Hulk Hogan, but I mean, Maybe he is it. known as Hulk Hogan. And I mean, all of his reality shows are, you know, like. Well, okay, maybe, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, Hulk Hogan. Are you going to watch it, Greg? Absolutely. 
That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Why did you even have to ask, Gary? Go meatball. <laughs> wow. I'm going to see if we can get meatball on the show. You should become one of the trainers. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Greg Nibbler, king of the little people. Mm-hmm. That's what they would call the belt. Just want to take meatball to the top. They'll call it the nibbler. Take meatball all the way. Be a champion. Okay. Should we do some more of the crazy? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. okay. Would anyone like any more edamame? You should explain why you're asking that question because I don't think we spoke about that on the mic. I bought them today. They're frozen soybeans still in the pod. They're mm. very delicious. Uh, I like eating them frozen. They're all natural and high in fiber. I think they're only high in fiber if you eat the outside. Oh. Well, then they're low in fiber because well, I just eat the magic have, inside. They probably still have fiber. But. Can you eat the outside? I suppose you can if probably, it's cooked. Yeah. yeah. If it's yeah. cooked, you eat like pea pods. I honestly have never eaten the outside. I like how they call them edamame. They're just soybeans. Yeah, I know. What, what's the... I think that's... That's what I'm wondering, too, because you keep saying, oh, edamame. I'm like, what? I, I don't know. I've always just it's heard soy- it... Ref- it's, well, it's, well, it's soybeans. That's what they're called. Edamame. It's just soybeans. I think that's just the name of the bean. In, okay, in. Greg. They're soybeans. Get off it. Sorry we talked about your festering wounds. But it says edamame in huge <laughs> letters. I'm not, I'm not like blaming you or upset. I know it says edamame. I'm wondering why I'm questioning the I'm origin you, of it edamame. It does say edamame. Maybe it's the Japanese way to say soybeans. I think it is. Maybe it is. I, yeah, I or don't know. Or it's the, the Chinese way. <laughs> but then, to be fair, it says the ingredients are not edamame. The ingredients are soybeans. So it's a, maybe it's a brand name. I don't think so. We're dumb. I think we are. <laughs> All right, my friends. Hello. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. I know what it is now. What is it? Uh, it is edamame is a preparation of immature soybeans in the pod, commonly found in Japan, China, Korea, and Hawaii. The pods are boiled in water together with condiments such as salt and served whole. So it's a, prepa- a preparation thing. So it's been boiled. Okay. Or they're supposed to be boiled. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a song that goes along with this first story. Oh, God. Courtney Stodden, back in the news. Now, she's had the blessing of her parents when she couldn't wait to marry a man 35 years older than she is, actor Doug Hutchison. But now she's talking to the press saying one thing she's not rushing into is motherhood. I just want an excuse to play this song. In an exclusive interview, the 16-year-old bride's mother, Krista Stodden, revealed that her daughter, who, of course, was a virgin when she got married. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And she looks yeah. like a virgin. Is yep. practicing safe sex and isn't planning on having a baby right away. Her fame whore of a mother goes on to say she's making sure, um, she's making sure as much as she can at this time that she isn't going to get pregnant. She's on birth control because she would prefer to wait for her children. Her husband might have a different idea, though. She thinks that Doug would love to have children immediately, but Courtney wants to wait a few years to get her career booming. She wants to work on it. And she says it would be a joy if her daughter did accidentally fall pregnant because the family does not believe in abortion. So if God blesses them with a baby, that would be okay. And it'd be so much fun if she had to change her kid and her husband's diapers at the same time. Is she uh, drinking in that video? Because I don't think she's of age. She's holding like some big, like, you know, like shitty, like cheap plastic drink from Vegas. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just put back up that. All right. 
So uh, as for being a grandmother, Krista said that if Courtney and, jo- uh, and Doug did have children, she said the baby would be so creative. Doug is just brilliant. He's so creative, and they'll both pass on so many great and smart creative genes. They have so many exciting projects they're working on. She even says, and this is her bragging part about how little she has to say about her daughter, Courtney has never showed any interest in cooking or cleaning. She's always wanted a career, so Doug takes care of all the housework. He's so sweet, and he's even teaching her how to boil an egg. (laughs) That's like a point of pride. Wow, look at her. Look at her Make, turn the water on. Making her, making her way in the world. Look at how far she's come. In other news, this headline reads, Going out with a bang. There is now a service that will turn your loved one into live ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> a bizarre new service <laughs> allows you to lock and load your loved one's ashes, <laughs> and it's blowing up on the internet. Yeah. It's called Holy Smoke, <laughs> and it's based in Stockton, Alabama. It boasts a, quote, tribute to your outdoorsman or woman like no other. The company offers a means to continue to protect your home and family even after your loved one is gone <laughs> by protecting them with them. Awesome. So you can turn ashes into fully functioning bullets. So, um, <laughs> so how does it work? So once the deceased family decides the caliber and gauge of the ammunition, which they can pick, they send one pound of their dead relative's ashes to the company. <laughs> From there, the staff places a portion of the cremated remains into each shot, uh, a shot shell or cartridge, depending on the ammo selected. In return, Holy Smoke sends the family a case of up to 250 bullets <laughs> for display in the home or to take on a hunting trip. Prices begin at uh, $1,250 for the first 250 rounds for shotguns and pistols and 100 rounds for rifles. So you can find out more information if you would like to make your loved one into ammo at MyHolySmoke.com. Oh, Greg, look, I know you wish no ill on your friends, but I smell the next Ricketts Fest. (laughs) (laughs) Time to go shoot her, buddy. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's actually kind of awesome, though. I mean, it is pretty awesome. It is pretty cool. I mean, if you got to, I suppose you got to go to a wake. I mean, might as well go armed, you know, (laughs) put some of grandpa on you. Yeah. All right. From our sister up north, a North Seattle resident returned home to find his house covered in peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) According to the police report, peanut butter and jelly was smeared on the floors, the furniture and the walls. Even the man's dog was covered in peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> in addition to the peanut butter and jelly everywhere, someone threw up in the man's daughter's bed. She wasn't in there. <laughs> Officers believe an unlocked window was likely the point of entry, <laughs> entry Excuse me for this man. The man's daughter told police that she thinks her friend, a known drug user, might be the culprit. <laughs> According to the daughter, her friend smeared lotion all over another friend's apartment the previous night. He seemed to have a thing for smearing things on other things. <laughs> The dog was not harmed, and the only item missing from the house was a jar of peanut butter. He covered the dog in peanut butter, too. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. That's awesome. A 76-year-old... <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. A 76-year-old man who allegedly assaulted his maid claims that Satan made him do it. Bobby Guyton is accused of forcing the woman to put her hand on his penis four times while she was cleaning his trailer park home in Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> four times? Wow. Like, what, what'd she do after the first time? I mean, four, it took four times for her to complain about this? Four times. <laughs> so he, he admitted to the assault in a confrontation with the police, saying he 
had felt sorry for himself because he hadn't had sex since 1980, but adding that even though he did it, he didn't get any enjoyment out of it. The victim claims Guyton repeatedly made sexual comments toward her as she cleaned his trailer and forced her to touch his penis on four separate separate occasions. In one incident, he tried to give her a hug, but allegedly grabbed her hand and forced it on his penis instead. The woman reported the incident to police, and officers finally set up a confrontation call between her and Guyton. At first, he said he didn't know why he'd assaulted her because, quote, he didn't get any enjoyment out of it. But then he alleged that <laughs> Satan had gotten into him and made him do it. He also repeated the fact that he was sad because he hadn't had sex since 1980. After he was arrested, <laughs> Guyton denied grabbing the victim. In an interview with police, he said she was angry because he was going to fire her. All right. So I said, but then so she tried to punch him, is his story. But she allegedly missed him and hit him on the groin and then, and then started touching his penis. <laughs> What? <laughs> so he's saying that she tried to hit him and she missed him, touched his groin, and hit his penis instead. After more questioning, Guyton allegedly admitted that he may have kept her hand on his penis for several seconds longer than was necessary. <laughs> Guyton now faces a felony count of sexual abuse. So I'm going to need you to dust the furniture, wash the windows, and touch my penis whenever I ask. Not one, not well, two, but three, four times. That's see, and this is I the part it where twice, maybe three times, but don't you ask for four. <laughs> that's that's the thing that bothers me. Like, why did it take four times before it finally? All right, all right that's, that's it. enough. That's enough. That's four is my limit. I had enough time. That's right. You done went beyond the Trinity. <laughs> okay. Well. And finally. Well, I mean, never mind. <laughs> I just, I move forward. <laughs> A 37-year-old woman has been placed under arrest and, um, let's see, was escorted to Lee County Jail after she was a caught, uh, attempting to smuggle crack cocaine into the facility after she was arrested on Saturday. So this woman's name is Angela Lynn Palmer, was being escorted by three deputies when she dropped a clear glass tube accidentally and then stated to deputies that she had additional items stashed in her, say it with me, guys, Vagina. vagina. An orange cigar tube then fell from Palmer's vagina when they were inspecting it. Mm, How loose do you have to be? I mean, my God. Well, it depends what cigar it was. (laughs) An orange cigar tube, and then as soon as that one fell out, an additional clear tube followed it. Inside of the orange tube, deputies found two pieces of white rock, later identified a crack cocaine. Both clear tubes contained residue. Oh, excuse me. There were two clear tubes found in there along with the orange tube. Uh, Both clear tubes contained residue that indicated they were used as crack pipes to smoke the crack cocaine before she inserted them into her vagina. She had been arrested on charges of trespassing, counterfeit identification, drug possession, and tampering with evidence. After the tubes fell out of her vagina, she was additionally charged with possession of cocaine, possession of drug equipment, and introduction of contraband into a correctional facility. Vagina. A cavernous mob in there. Who just sticks in the camera and just falls lots, out? Lots. I don't know, Sarah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand well, I guess it's probably not something that a woman talking about. Like, I have a gaping vagina and things yeah. just fall out of it. It's like a second purse. <laughs> no. If only I could walk on my hands. <laughs> All right, that's your world of crazy. But I do have one more thing for you guys. So I want to end the music. All right. All right. So I did find this thing, this um, the survey that was conducted online that was kind of interesting. I wanted to see if this is something that you guys would actually agree with. So I found this list of things. From this um, from this website, it's talking about thing the, the top eight things that you should never say to your significant other. 
Okay. And so I was wondering how, how accurate these things were. Okay. So is this from like a male's perspective to the woman or? This is yeah. from, um, yeah, this is men. This is like a, a survey that was done with a bunch of men um, saying things that your significant other, that women should never say to them. Oh, that women should never say things to men. Things that women should never say to you, like a man. Like okay. to their significant oh, okay. All right. Other. Okay. All right. So number eight, it says this. Uh, number eight is, oh, are we hanging out with your friends again? Mm, that's annoying. Yeah, but we'll just ignore her. Yeah, exactly. Still gonna I'll be do like, it. well, then stay. I'll go. It's exactly. Yeah, that's an easily solvable problem. All right. Well, number seven. Do you <laughs> Fine, really? Fine. Don't go. <laughs> do you really think these pants make me look thinner? Yeah. Don't ask that. That's yeah. there's no right answer. To Wait, a are you sure like this that. is for a woman to a man or a man to a woman? So no, this is these, a, this is what a woman would ask a man. This is what women are saying um, to men, and we're oh, saying oh. whether you should or shouldn't. Women yeah. should or shouldn't ask that. Oh, to don't ever. This is yeah. saying yeah, the most annoying no. things that women can say to their significant. That oh. is very annoying because there's no right answer. There is no. If you say yes, they make you look thin. Oh, so I'm fat. Yeah. If you say no, no, actually, you still look pretty. Maybe I can't tell. I'm blinded by your beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there <laughs> is the no correct out. Those there are the worst no questions ever. That. That's why I would. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and the number six is you always, and then fill in the blank, or you never fill in the blank. Yeah. Don't ask that. That's yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, because there's no such thing as always and never. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's true. All yeah. right, um, number five is just leave it. I'll do it myself. I don't know. It depends on what the situation is, I guess. All right, number four is my mother warned me you'd do this. No. no, that's the end no. of the relationship yes. right there. Yeah. <laughs> you're bringing over. mom up like that; it's done. Yeah, it's over. All right, number three is uh, when are you going to find a new job? That's uh, it's also not very cool. No, that's not a very cool way. Maybe there's an issue there, but that's not a very cool way to bring that up. Yeah. All right, number two is you're just like your father. Yeah, that's pretty much the worst thing you can say to me. <laughs> I don't know how some dudes are, but yeah, that's pretty much one of the worst things because my dad's a tool. <laughs> I've said it before on multiple shows. My dad's a colossal douche. Good thing your mom's red and she was hot enough to pose in Playboy. Yeah, which we still haven't seen. Yeah, nobody will see it. Oh, I'll we'll get you drunk enough someday. No, you won't. I'm pretty good at internet sleuthing. I'll figure it out somehow. Well, what we've got to do is you can't do it all at once. Like, we have to be able to, um, like, get out his mama's maiden name when he's wasted one night mm-hmm. and kind of write it down and, like, wait long enough till he forgets about it and then start sleuthing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that won't happen. Oh, and the number one thing it says uh, when you when a woman lies about having an orgasm. Yeah, just be honest. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I would say that'd be better. Yeah. Because, like, 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 dudes know when they're not up to snuff. Um, I mean, unless they've got a colossal ego. And they always think that they're fucking Don Juan DeMarco or whatever. Right. But <laughs> I even get warnings ahead of time. Like, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm drunk. This is not. <laughs> I'm, 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 even like right now, I'm 20 seconds away from falling asleep. So if it happens, you know, I'm just tell you right now, we haven't even done anything and I want to pass out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> One giant whiskey dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for clearing All right, there we go. There you go, Sarah. (laughs) Hopefully, we've helped you in your dating pool. That was just as... uh, How's that? Just as memorable. It was was fantastic. You're welcome. It was fantastic. Oh, that's a great... Is she supposed to be 16? Courtney Stott, mm -hmm. whatever the fuck. Her birth certificate says 1994. You know how easy those things are to fake? Yeah, that woman is not 16. Or... Or she's got like a shitty plastic... Something. There's There's something off. Yeah, that face has been re-chiseled and carved and... 
Yeah. Face and seen some action. Except real good. No, real, real bad. bad. Yeah, bad. Real bad. Yeah. I know 10-year porn star veterans that look better than her. <laughs> well, she's a virgin, though. Oh, that's right. Well, not yeah. anymore. Well, well, she was, Not though. anymore, yeah. She's been... She was pure as the driven snow. Yeah. And only missionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Only for procreation. That's... Yeah. And, well, she does have to please her man. That's what... That's well, what that's true. That's what God would want. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Man, you can't get pregnant in your mouth, but... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If that's what I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be a shame. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get really mean really fast. I've been offered to buy tickets to a show with Jeff. What? Huh? Jeff's offering seats next to her at the at some like gay festival. You could be at Jeff's table. Is wow. she pitching it as like sitting at her table with yes. her? Yes. You want tickets? I think I'll pass. I like to have the internet between me and the crazy. I don't want to have the crazy <laughs> sitting next to me. I like that. Internet between me and crazy. Yeah. Please, please, though, buy the tickets and go. And just take a no. tape recorder and, and record the crazy. You won't need to record it. The crazy will post all, like every five yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's true. That's There's true. No, she wouldn't even talk to you. There's no point like, to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be kind of boring, actually. She wouldn't share a table with a podcaster anyway. We're not very talented. All well, we do is push buttons. It's, uh, I mean, so easy. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We have a bunch more stuff we didn't even get to today, too, including some stuff that was mailed into us, and uh, I believe yep. there's a, a couple of phone messages. Yes, we and play. we also have some um, people who have been who sent in some uh, new show opens. Yes. Yeah. We So uh, just to remind everybody, too, we do have that contest still going on, so if you think you can create a new intro for the show, we would love to hear it. And uh, you can go to the forum. Just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the forum, and all the rules are right there. And, um, yeah, it would be awesome to hear some more. We're going to play some from uh, Mock. Mock, the Brit. Mock tomorrow, which yes. are very cool. So we will play those on the show. Send those in to us, please, if you will. Um, can't remember who's coming on the show tomorrow or what's going to be happening. But anyway, we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron, 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 Aaron Duran. You can see it at com, newsarama.com. Newsarama. Newsarama. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome, Greg. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you very Aaron. much. Sincerely, Greg and Sarah. Put your hand on my penis four times. Wait, that sounds weird. Losing postules. Ew.